Hi, welcome to the With Love From Live podcast. I'm Liv and I love that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. For today's episode, I want to do some deep diving into what it means to embrace your feminine. And this one, I am speaking directly to my high-powered ladies and specifically how you as a woman can create space for your feminine, right? Because I think we all know that men have both masculine and feminine energy. And of course, women have both masculine and feminine energy, but this one's just going out to the girls, okay? So if you're a dude, feel free to tune out of this one or you might learn a thing or two. So you're welcome to stick around. But this is for what I'm seeing become a problem for women, especially women who are high achievers who are high value women that make good money, that have good jobs, that have a solid career, usually own some property and they feel like you have everything, right? Like you have it all, everything you could ever want except the guy and that is throwing you for a loop, right? You are just so frustrated because you're like, I'm a catch. (laughs) Like I have so much going for me. Why is it that the, the man part isn't falling into place, right? If you're feeling that, if you've thought that, if you've said that, you are going to love today's episode because I'm going to break it down. Okay. So with that, let's go ahead and dive in because this week, I have been making a point to connect with single women in New York City. And I'm talking about women who are like multiple six, seven, eight figure earners who are doing as well as anyone can be. And they have really, really great lives. And it just is perplexing them beyond belief that they're still single, right? And when I was speaking with a friend earlier, she was actually telling me about some of her girlfriends. She's not currently single, but um, she gets together with her girlfriends. They meet up once a week and they all kind of exchange dating stories. And she was telling me that her girlfriends have all expressed this same experience where men, specifically here in New York, are asking them on dates. They take them somewhere fancy or meet them somewhere fancy. And, you know, these, like, you're getting some of the best restaurants in the world here, right? And they're ordering these two $400 bottles of wine and they're ordering themselves a really nice steak. And she thinks it's going really well and they're having fun and then the bill comes and he being the orderer of most of the food says to the waiter i would like you to split this down the middle not 
I'll pay for mine and she'll pay for hers. But I want you to split this down the middle. Which is crazy to me. Like, I have never heard that before. And yes, I have heard a lot more women complaining, being frustrated, venting about um, more men wanting to go Dutch on dates. Um, That's kind of expected. I'm not at all surprised by that. But then these women are saying, if that happens, which by the way, guys, if you are listening to this, um, if you are ordering an expensive steak and you're ordering like these expensive things on the menu and then you're not at least paying for your own then like that is a cheapskate move do not do that that is so insane okay um and for the girls this is happening to I, I want to be really frank with you because I want you to understand why this is happening. Because it comes down to masculine and feminine energies. And I want to illustrate what is going on so that if that's not what you're about, like if you're fine with that, if you're fine with him like splitting the bill and paying for his own and you paying for your own more power to you but when I've been speaking to women who this is happening to they hate it they're just not into it and they're like I want to date these guys I want to get into relationship I want to get married but when this happens when he asks me out and then doesn't even pay for me on the first date I will not go out with him again that tells me there's an issue right? So when it comes down to like, just to, I'm not trying to get controversial here. Okay. I know this is kind of a hot topic right now. And I am so hesitant to say this, (laughs) if you can't tell. Um, But I just, I just need to lay this out. Okay. If you just strip everything down to like bare bones, biological, most basic needs, women need to feel taken care of because they have babies, okay? Because their bodies are created to house and birth and feed babies, their most core basic need is to feel taken care of and for a man because he cannot have babies his biology is not genetically engineered to be able to have a baby and to birth a baby or like anything right whatever you're with me Um, his most basic need is to feel like he can provide the most safety and the best environment for his partner to bear his children, okay? So that's just, I'm not going to get more into it than that, but that that is just like a man's most basic need and a woman's most basic need, okay? Just 
plain and simple, there it is. What we're seeing in our society is that those terms have been bastardized in a lot of ways, um, that that need has been simplified for a woman to be a homemaker, right? And for a man to be the financial provider. And we're seeing a rejection of those two norms and pushback and whatever. And so things are starting to shift. And I think that those core basic needs are getting lost. And again, this is going just down to the biology of what each of you need out of a partnership that is going to last. Because relationships that last, relationships that are happy and fulfilling and expansive that last, they address those two concerns. They address those two core needs. And it can look a lot of different ways, of course, but those two core basic needs never change and they never will. So when we saw a shift in our society of women coming into the workplace and women being able to make their own money and women can buy houses now and women can own property now, which are all great things, I'm about it, there has been a response where now women are are coming into this idea that because they can do all of these things that they don't need a man because they're they're only seeing his value as like a financial provider and and men are responding to that and they're like yeah my role is a financial provider and if that's not what you need and you're telling me that there's no space for me in your life then I'm not going to be in your life right I don't, I don't have a role. He can't be the bearer of children. So they're just kind of bailing on the whole thing. And when you're speaking energetically, a lot of women who are high powered, who have successful businesses, they do so from a masculine energy. Okay. A lot of success is built from the masculine. Um, because your your masculine is a lot of your drive, right? Um, what compels you to succeed. And your feminine is allowance. It's receiving. It's trust and vulnerability. And of course, every single human has both masculine and feminine energy. But we're seeing a shift where women are now operating predominantly in the masculine and men as a response have shifted into a feminine energy and like yes there are going to be exceptions where uh where some men just are more feminine and some women just are more masculine um, that, that happens for sure. Um, but a woman's core need to be taken care of is a feminine need. And if she's edged out her feminine and she's operating only in the masculine, she has basically 
subverted the notion that she needs to be taken care of in any way. She's cut out her, her feminine, right? And it still exists in her. Um, but she isn't creating any space for it. And so she's kind of stuck in this really hyper-masculine, which is also looking like hyper-independence. Um, it's wildly unhealthy. Um, I think I said this before, but it's incredibly narcissistic. And we have been saying that men need to create space for more of their feminine, more of that, like embracing their emotions and, and being vulnerable and that kind of a thing. And then at the same time, like women are edging that out of themselves. And I think that's a huge problem. And it is obviously a big problem for the women that I work with, the women that I talk to, because they're finding that men are behaving more feminine. Like men responding in this way of, okay, you can, you can get your half of the dinner. Um, you pick up the tab, you, you know, do what has historically been qualified as like men's roles. Um, what they're doing is they're responding in a feminine way and they're allowing because that, that feminine is the allowing, it's the receiving and so we're seeing this kind of shift in energies that doesn't work biologically because at your core, if you're a woman, your basic need is still to be taken care of. And if you won't admit that, if you're here saying, I am a strong independent woman and I don't need a man, what you're saying is I don't have a need to be taken care of that is biologically false and it's self-abandonment. It is hurting you. And it's attracting men who are going to be more feminine, which you are going to reject. I see this all the time where women come in and they enter relationships where they're the really masculine energy and he's the really feminine energy. And what I see observationally is that she kind of then steps into this role where she feels like she's his mom and he becomes more subservient. He becomes more lazy. He becomes this kind of like, well, you'll just take care of me role and they get divorced. Always they get divorced. When that dynamic pops up, it ends the relationship because it's not natural. Okay. We're not, we are not engineered to, as women, to want to have sex with our sons, right? So when your partner starts behaving like your child, then the attraction dies and the dynamic is off and you feel it, you sense it, you know it, you may not be aware of why it's off, but you're cluing into, I just feel like I'm his mom. I just feel like I'm taking care of him. I just feel like he's not doing anything. And he is doing that as a response because you're taking on this hyper-masculine role, even though that goes against your biology to stay stuck in that hyper-masculine. Like, it's okay as a woman, like, and I'm speaking as a woman who 
tends to operate predominantly in a masculine energy. I had to learn how to let my feminine energy out. I had to learn how to trust men again. I, I, I have some deep rooted trust issues with men of authority. Okay. That is why I'm a hyper-masculine woman, woman. Um, and I had to figure that out. I had to work through that. And I do think that that's why a lot of women, um, kind of fall into that. Um, I think it's a defense mechanism. I think it's defense mechanism that you can really make work for you. I made it work for me. Um, but if you don't ever address it, if you don't ever create space for that feminine, for your basic core need to be taken care of, then you're never going to feel like that need is met. You're never going to feel like your, your significant other, whether he is someone you're going on a date with, or he's your boyfriend, or he's your husband, you're never going to feel like he's really your partner because you're not letting him, right? And, and I'm not saying that this is women's fault because I don't think that at all. Um, I'm saying that it's both men and women have created and, and like shifted this dynamic together. Um, and it's time to shift it back, right? And not like go back to old gender norms or whatever. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with some traditional, like, uh, you know, like I like to feel like a girl. I like my husband to lay down the credit card, even if, you know, it's our money, right? (laughs) Like, like he's not technically paying for me anymore. Um, but I like him to extend the gesture of picking up the bill because it makes me feel taken care of. It makes me feel feminine. It makes me feel girly. It makes me feel safe, right? I like him to still feel like a protector for me, even though I am a a million dollar business owner, right? My business does very well. I have done very well for myself and I still like to feel like a girly girl that is taken care of by her strong masculine husband. And that was something that I had to relearn because I was so on edge about men. I was so distrusting of men. I was distrusting of men, especially if they were in a position of authority. Um, And that was something that I had to work through. And if this is all like, yes, I, I am feeling that I have experienced that. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Then that tells me that you need to work through it too. And it's not your fault that you have an issue with men in this way. It's not your fault that you have created this armor of masculine protection for yourself. Um, but it is your obligation now to work through that, to process that, to allow yourself to be able to get more into your feminine, to get comfortable with being taken care of, to get comfortable trusting men so that you can have a healthy, functioning, lasting relationship. Like if that's your goal, if you want to get married and stay married and 
experience all of the wonderful, incredible aspects of having an aligned partner who is a healthy masculine man, then that is your primary goal is to learn how to nurture your feminine again. Okay. And so this is going to look like being vulnerable. It's going to look like being able to receive and, and I'm talking about like being able to receive help, being able to rely on men, being able to trust your man, being able to set boundaries, being able to um, allow yourself to receive the, the safety of your man, that's what it means to really be in your feminine, okay? And that doesn't mean that you like edge out your masculine energy and that you can't push yourself and you can't have the drive and you can't have the ambition and you should forfeit all of your success, no way. It just means that you need to add in this natural dynamic of yourself so that you can create a good connected relationship with a man who has done the same. Because if you are a high powered woman who is attracting men that won't pay for dates, that isn't treating you like a lady, who isn't stepping up, um, it's not because you're too intimidating. And your friends who tell you that, they say it with love, but they're not doing you any favors when they say that to you. Um, it's because they're responding to your energy. You're, you're projecting this, I don't need you. And they're going, okay, well then don't need me. I will not act like someone that you can trust. And that's going to show in my actions. And so if you want that companionship, if you want that peace to finally fall into place for you, you have to learn how to embrace your feminine side, okay? I hope this episode helps to like guide you along the awareness piece um, and helps you see like what the issue is. Um, the purpose of this episode is not necessarily to tell you how to do that because you need help to do that, okay? Whether that is a therapist, whether that is working with me, um, whether that is programs or like whatever, you can't do it on your own, okay? I, I know that that probably feels really uncomfortable to you and you probably don't like that and it doesn't feel like maybe it feels like it's not empowering or whatever, but the truth is that you as a woman need help. You deserve to be helped. You deserve to be supported. You deserve to be taken care of. And when you can admit that and when you can accept that and embrace that and want it for yourself, you'll know deep down that I'm right and that you need help and support stepping into that feminine, okay? Um, I'm not saying that you can't do it without me. <laughs> there are all kinds of ways 
for you to be helped and to be supported. But I am specifically not telling you how to do this on your own because then I would be feeding <laughs> that idea that you don't need anyone. And by the way, the, the thought or the attitude that you don't need anybody else is not empowering, okay? It's not helping you. Um, it's not bettering your life. It's not adding to the quality of your experiences. It's hurting you. If you are telling the story that you don't need anybody else, you're hurting yourself. That is a lie. You do need help. You do need support. You do need other people. And it's okay for you to ask for it. It's okay for you to have it. It's okay for you to seek it out. Okay. One of the things that I've been talking about, especially on my Instagram lately, um, because I've been experiencing this myself, is the profound indescribable healing that exists in a divine partnership, right? Like I've been in the self-help world for years now, like years and years and years. Um, I have done therapy. I have done coaching. I have done somatic work. I have done breath work. I have done so, I go to a chiropractor regularly. Like I have done the things, right? Um, I am all into healing and, and all of that stuff. Um, and I have an incredible coach. I have an incredible mentor. I have incredible people in my corner. I have a really great support system, but I have never experienced the kind of healing that has come about because of my marriage. The kind of healing that has taken place within me because of the man that I married, because of our relationship, because of his ability to see me, to love me, to hold me as things come up. And let me tell you, especially in like the last two years, I have had some of the deepest, most devastating things come up. And it, it's not, um, it's not for lack of like, like not trying to work on myself. It's because there are things that have never felt safe to be processed. I don't know if you know this, but your body holds on to experiences that your brain can't remember until your brain is capable of processing it. Okay, this is why we forget traumatic experiences um, because your, your brain can't like work through it cognitively. And so what happens is your body holds onto the experience, okay? Um, and this, when your body is holding on to experiences that your brain hasn't processed, it looks like ADHD, it looks like anxiety, it looks like depression, it looks like all of these things that we have labeled as kind of their own entity. Um, but most of those things are traumatic experiences that are living within your body that have not yet felt safe to be processed. And 
they won't. It's not something that you can force. It's not something that you can like go to therapy and be like, I need, I need to remember something traumatic because I suspect that it's there. Like you kind of know if you've been through traumatic things, I think. Um, but they can't be forced out. They can only be loved out. And there are experiences that I have had in my past that I have suppressed um, that, that have been living within my body. Um, this is why I have a severe caffeine addiction and sleep problems and like these other symptoms. I thought that they were just like, that's just how I am. Like, I'm just not someone who can sleep very well. I'm just someone who can't regulate energy very well. I'm just someone who can't regulate periods very well, like whatever. But the truth is that these are all connected to experiences that I've had that I am unconscious of that have been living within my body. And my body has been telling me, hey, there is something here. Um, but I haven't been able to process or work through it because I haven't felt safe enough. And being in the marriage that I'm in literally feels so safe. The safest that I've ever felt. And so these things are finally starting to come up. They're finally starting to work their way out of my system. They're finally able to be looked at and be processed and be actually released from my body, from my experience. Because I feel so loved and so seen by my husband. There is profound healing that only exists inside a loving marriage that, that cannot come out any other way. It cannot be, um, like there's no other dynamic that allows for certain experiences to come up and come out outside of an aligned partnership, okay? Not just any partnership. Getting married by itself will not heal you. It will not let this kind of healing that I'm talking about happen. It has to be with the right guy. It has to be the right dynamics. It has to be a certain environment that has been crafted and cultivated to be so safe that your body finally says, okay, we can look at this now. We can let this go now, right? And you can't get there if you refuse to ever allow yourself to be taken care of. You can't get there if you're telling the story that you don't need a partner. You can't get there if you're selling the lie that you're better off alone because you're not. I don't care how many great girlfriends you have. I don't care if you have the best mentor or job or family in the world. There is healing that cannot be revealed outside of a divine marriage. That's just it. So... Let yourself experience that. Like, that might sound kind of like a lot, might sound kind of heavy or scary or whatever, but it is the most freeing thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Like, I 
feel lighter. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. My periods are better. Like so many things have changed physically and in my life experience overall. The quality of the life that I live is directly impacted by the marriage that I've been able to create, but I wasn't able to create this marriage until I addressed the fact that I have issues with men, right? Um, and until I could create space where I could say, hey, it's okay to trust men. It's okay to be taken care of. It's okay to receive. It's okay to create a safe environment where I am supported. Okay, I had to learn that. And guess what? I had to learn it with a mentor. I had to learn it with a coach. Um, and if that is something that you are looking for, I want to invite you to reach out to me. You can send me an email. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Just literally send me the word feminine. And let's talk about your journey. Let's just have a conversation about where you're at and see if I'm the right person that can help you, that can support you, okay? I do have some short-term coaching options um, that I'm really, really excited about. Um, they're literally like one day of working together. And I think that they are so profound. Um, I mean, I know that they are. I've been offering these for a while now, like for years. Um, and all of my like long-term coaching is full for the moment. Um, so I'm opening up more of these one-on-one um, -on -one coaching days. Um, and if being feminine, if allowing yourself to be taken care of is something that you struggle with, then I want to talk to you. I want to see if this coaching day could really help you. Obviously, I don't want you to do it if it won't help you. Um, but if it would, then these days are life-changing. I do them myself. Actually, this year I am doing them like every quarter because that's how helpful I feel them to be. Like as the client, I am meeting with my coach every quarter to do a coaching day in person and, um, and like work together, right? So you can learn more about those details. I've crafted them to be really fun. We do a spa service together so that you can be really relaxed. Um, we'll deep dive into some of that feminine. We'll rebrand your like personal style if that's what you would want. Um, and there's other like really, really great things in here. And then of course you do get several hours of deep dive coaching with me. So if that's something that you would be interested in, you can reach out to me, send me the word feminine and we can talk more about it. Uh, this episode is a little bit longer because I think that this topic is so worth diving into. Um, and I may do a follow-up or two, but let me know if this helps. I, if you're not interested in the coaching days, um, but you just want to like dive more into the subject, then let me know. Let me know what your questions are. Let me know what I can clarify. Um, and I, I really want to help you create a better experience for yourself. I want to help you 
bring that last piece together and get into that relationship and build that partnership and experience just being so loved and taken care of by a man. It is indescribable. Like just as a woman, having that is the most incredible thing. I, I just, I could rant about it for <laughs> days. Um, so thank you for turning it, tuning into this episode. Know that it was a long one. Thanks for, you know, sticking around a little longer than usual. Um, and I hope it helps. I hope that it ignited some, you know, sparks. Um, it, I hope that it provoked some thoughts. Um, and if you want to talk about it more, then feel free to reach out to me. I'll leave my contact in the show notes, but you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Livtally Official. Um, or you can send me an email at livtally at thesealeddeal.com. Um, and otherwise, I will see you next week. I will talk to you next week. I can't see you. Okay, bye.